man, it's a hot one Like seven inches from the midday sun Like here you whisper with the words Melt everyone But you stay so cool My man, Akita My Spanish Harlem Mona Lisa And you're my reason for reason The step in my groove This life ain't good enough I would give my world to lift you up I could change my life to better suit your mood Cause you're so smooth Just like the ocean under the moon It's the same as the emotion that I get from you You got a kind of love that can be so smooth, yeah Give me your heart, make it real Or else forget about it <laughs> I'll tell you one thing If you would leave it be a crying shame In every breath and every word I hear your name calling me out Out from the barrio You hear my rhythm on your radio You feel the turning of the world So soft and slow it's turning you This life ain't good enough I would give my world to lift you up I could change my life to better suit your mood Cause you're so smooth Just like the ocean under the moon The same as the emotion that I get from you You got a kind of loving that can be so smooth, yeah Give me your heart, make it real Or else forget about it Come on, that was an excellent track, isn't it? That's Santana and Rob Thomas I believe it's about 25 years uh, no i think 20 years they celebrated the 20 years anniversary and uh i i actually sang it for about two minutes two minutes and 15 seconds that's a lot right too much of singing i think but uh, that's one of my favorite songs and i would really love to kind of sing do some rap on my on uh you know my intro song but i can't rap really because uh, you got to be so fast and it's it's really difficult to rap. I wish I could, but um, I can't do that fast rap. I was, I was actually, you know, to be very honest, it was, I, wa- I tried, I just gave uh, it a shot like 30 minutes back. I said, let me try Kendrick Lamar's uh, Humble. Yeah, that's the song I was trying 30 minutes back. And I was like, come on, let me try this. Oh my God. First and foremost, it has all those words the s- s- jar, you know, that you put in a jar, a swear jar, those kind of words. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind saying it. Absolutely no problem. But the thing is, it's so damn fast, you know. I don't think I'll be able to really, um, uh, to, be, to be able to do the rap uh, kind of thing. But anyways, uh, 
that's something that would be really, really, really interesting. Anyways, uh, this is more class on how how you doing, how you do, how you doing, guys and girls. Um, um, it's it's you know the thing is I just hate recording on Sundays. Uh, I like doing it on a sad on a Saturday because uh, it's the beginning of the weekend and you know it's. Uh, feels great, you know, doing it on a Saturday and doing it on a Sunday evening. It's like, oh my God, it's like, ah, uh, I don't like doing it now. Uh, but hey, come on, let's do it, you know. Uh, whoever, you know, my four listeners or three and a half listeners, wherever you are, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for doing it, for listening to me. Uh, right, so um, I was, uh, I, um, I was actually, uh, you know, talking, there's, there's a lot of talk that is happening about this quid pro quo thing. Uh, everyone, like, you know, anywhere you go, everyone's talking about squid pro quo. Now, the thing is, I just don't know how to pronounce it. I just cannot say it, you know, correctly. It's a trunk twister. So I had to kind of Google it and check, you know, where was the, where did this word really originate from? I want to know that because I don't speak. Uh, it's, it's not English at all. It's not English. So, I got to know, so whoever of you interested, if you all are interested, squid pro crow, or however you pronounce it, I can't say it correctly, uh, because I think it's a complete tongue twister, and uh, I can't say it correctly. So let me call it the squid pro crow, and um, uh, it's basically, a, it's, uh, it's, it's, it originated from uh, the Latin um, language from latin and um i think uh, i think it's i don't know uh so you know it's it's different it's not it's basically not english you know and um so i can't say it and i'm really trying hard to be able to say it maybe i'll train my tongue to do that but till then you know we all know what squid pro crow is all about it's about giving a favor for a favor so if you really um uh, yeah there's a different context uh, that you know we uh a favor for a favor is something, uh, it's like barter. It's like, you know, when you give something to someone and return, you get something from someone. So I was thinking about the squid pro crow uh, situation of, uh, you know, uh, we all know about this, uh, this, this deal that was set up by some Hollywood actresses who actually I don't know. I, uh, I think there were two actresses who admitted their children in college uh, by paying or bribing um, uh, some of the officials, uh, college officials, by paying them, and then they got uh, the the they got it inside the university, and they got uh, they got admissions in a particular program. So that's basically squid. You know, you give something, which is you make a payment, and return you get admissions. You know, you kind of fake all uh, all the documentation. So basically, that's squid pro quo, uh, and uh, that's how I really apply it and really understand the situation. Um, so I was, you know, talking about, uh, you know, I, I just kind of tweeted about it as well, um, about how this, um, uh, the, the guy who is an actor on SNL, uh, so, uh, he was, he was actually saying, he was actually, uh, you know, he, uh, now SNL do, do so many skits, you know, where they fight all this, uh, kind of, you know, negative, uh, negativity or any kind of, uh, false kind of uh, accusations or whatever. So this actor on SNL, he comes out and says, you know, that, hey, you know, these actresses shouldn't be shouldn't be put behind bar, uh, bars, uh, put in prison, you know, for uh, 
they they were of course you know for paying uh, for paying money to get admissions i think one of them have been uh, go- is going to be in prison for how many days i have no idea i think it's 14 days if i'm not mistaken so this snl actor the saturday night uh, live actor he comes around saying that uh, you know uh these actresses shouldn't really go in prison all they need to get uh, for uh doing all that they did is just community service or uh, uh they just need to pay a fine uh now paying a fine and community service is very easy i'm not saying that you know uh they need to go in prison all i'm saying is there's something wrong done right you've broken the law so you you got you got, you ha- you deserve more than you know just uh paying uh, someone um paying someone to get out because i remember you know there's this uh, i think the guy is out of prison now he spent more than i think 20 years for stealing 50 dollars 50 dollars from a bakery store there was one incident that i can't really recollect i wish i'd done some research uh, before really speaking about it but yeah you know that guy he he would not have the money to really pay back to get out or pay a fine you know to get out uh, to not get that prison time but imagine he just stole some 50 dollars and he got some 20 plus years of pr- imprisonment and this guy uh, who is an actor on SNL you could be anybody else but if you're an actor on SNL you know uh those guys literally all those actors in SNL literally talk about uh talk about uh you know how, uh, talk about the right you know talk about what is right for society or what is right for culture or what is right and then this guy you know turns around of course it's is his personal views he's not talking for SNL or whatever but uh i think SNL should really do a segment you know about this whole situation and if they can't do it because the actor himself is uh has made this uh, has made uh, has uh, has said this you know i could write an entire segment for snl so if snl anyone from snl really listening you know i'm willing to really write an entire segment for you about this whole controversy about one of your actors talking about you know how someone doesn't deserve jail time for for paying to get for paying to get admissions if you're getting the children admitted to a college or um uh you know uh, getting into college or a particular program you know it's so damn wrong so if SNL is really doing everything that is right i think they need to do a segment entirely on this uh, that's what i think i don't know but um it was really weird it it really you know kind of uh, spun my head around i was like what the hell is this you know how could re- someone uh really you know uh, uh say something like that you know uh, so i just wanted to i just wanted to kind of uh, talk about it a little um yeah what else um i was actually um two days back i think it was was it friday i think uh i think yeah it was last week i can't remember but yeah i watched i watched eddie murphy's delirious the comedy special for the first time ever you know why because uh, there was this news about you know Eddie Murphy's uh, going to come up uh, after after a long time i think 20 20 30 years or whatever he's going to be back on uh, the comedy stage as a stand up i think 2020 he's going to have his new special or something and i was like Eddie Murphy is a stand up like uh i know Eddie Murphy basically is an actor you know 
while I was growing up, I watched a lot of Eddie Murphy movies and I loved the guy, you know, um, every, uh, in my, my family and everyone really enjoyed his movies. We, we know Eddie Murphy as an actor, not as a comedian. So, you know, when, when there was talk about Eddie Murphy really coming on stage and coming back as a stand-up, I was like, uh, let me just check what's happening, you know, because I really, f- like for real, I just got to know Eddie Murphy was a stand-up comedian like a few days back. I mean, when I, when I heard this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this news about, you know, him coming back in 2020, and I was like, oh, my God, was he a stand-up? Like, all I know about him is was he's an actor. And um, then I said, uh, let me see his uh, very famous, I kind of looked around, uh, his very famous uh, stand-up, uh, stand-up uh, shows or whatever, you know, uh, specials, etc. And then I came across Delirious. I think this was in 1983, and I just watched it, like, last week and when I watched it I believe it was one of the biggest hits like you know many today's comedians or comedians while they were uh, or any new comedian who's kind of make a make a life in this industry they um, they literally uh, uh, they literally uh, use Eddie Murphy as uh, or they consider Eddie Murphy as a god of stand-up comedy and I was like, okay, let me just look at it. So when I when I watched it, and it's about like an hour or something, it's an hour and some more minutes, I believe. And uh, I don't know why, um, I just found it too distracting. I don't know why. See, listen, the thing is, see, each one has their own uh, way of, you know, uh, the each one has their own liking, you know, uh, and I'm talking about Eddie Murphy right now. I would never really go ahead and say what I feel about someone's comedy if I don't like it. If I like it, I'll definitely openly talk about someone, you know, talk about their work and appreciate them, etc. But I never really want to talk about something that I don't like. But, you know, I love Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy as an actor. So maybe that is one reason, you know, I've watched so much Eddie Murphy as an actor, I just couldn't accept him as a comedian, uh, as a stand-up comedian. Maybe that's the reason because all I was watching is, you know, him acting it out. I didn't find anything real. And comedians are supposed to be real. That's what I think. They're not, of course, they're telling jokes, but um, there, is some, there is some realness in, um, in comedy. You know, it's a joke. Of course, it's a joke, but the joke is inspired from a real situation. Or I feel maybe because I couldn't accept him since I knew Eddie Murphy as an actor and it was very difficult for me to watch him as a stand-up comedian. Maybe that could be one reason. The second reason maybe uh, could be is because it was uh, it was shot in 1983. It didn't really make any... Uh, it didn't kind of... It didn't connect with the situation today. Maybe it's not very current and I couldn't really get what he was trying to do. But besides that, you know, I just find I found everything very distracting. You know, uh, he was in a leather. He was in that red leather outfit. So it was too bombastic. It was too flashy. It is too pompous. That's what I feel. OK, um, and I'm used to watching comedians who are pretty, uh, pretty simple, pretty, uh, pretty simple on stage, you know, uh, uh, I don't like that uh, too much, you know, the pomp, like, you know, being too bombastic or something uh, over 
uh, that's that's what I like, you know. So I've, I've been used to watching comedians who are really simple, uh, and you know they give out the message uh, with very uh, simplicity. Because I believe a comedian should not kind of is not someone who's better than the audience he's catering to, you know. He's either at the same level or he's really maybe below it. I don't know. But you're not being you're not you're not showing that you're better than anyone, you know. There's a uh, uh, so that's what I think. Maybe uh, I just found it too distracting. And then at the same time, you know, um, while he was kind of delivering, he went from one joke to the other and the and another one and then another one, another one without really giving uh, people time to really react to the first joke. That's what I felt. See, listen, I'm not a comedy genius. OK, I'm basically an audience, you know, and uh my likes could be different from everyone else's likes. You know, what other people like is not something that I could, it could be different. So uh, this is completely what I think. And I'm pretty, I'm I'm talking on on behalf of people like me, like, you know, who, who, li- who like and enjoy the same thing as me. So maybe that could be the reason. I just found it too distracting. He was one joke after the other, one, the other, another, another, another. And, you know, he didn't really give time for people to really, you know, pause and kind of laugh on those jokes. And another thing which I felt very distracting is, you know, he kept going up and down the stage. Um, and I have nothing against the content. Of course, there was a lot of stuff that won't really, you know, uh, would really get him into a lot of trouble if it was today, it was shot today. But content is not a problem. You could go behind anyone that you want to go behind as long as, you know, it's it's you, you, what you think it is. But I just find, find it too distracting. You know, he was like too fast on the stage, walking around too much. It's good to really have an act. It's good to be expressive and to use the stage and to be lively and energetic, etc. But, you know, he just kept walking up and down. He went from one joke to the other and one joke to the other. And he was too kind of, you know, flashy on stage. And that's what I think uh, that is something that I didn't I don't really enjoy. But maybe, you know, uh, it went it was a big hit. So, you know, uh, so you can't really that means I'm not really good. I'm not a good indicator when it uh, comes to what is good and what is not good. So I should never be used in any survey, you know, definitely not because uh, these are these are everything that I said is completely different from what the majority of people really think. Uh, Delirious was one of the most the one one of Eddie Murphy's best, I believe, uh, stand up special. But it didn't really work for me because of these various reasons, and could also be because um, yeah, I couldn't connect it to the current situation. Uh, and, um, you know, and maybe also because I saw, I know Eddie Murphy is an actor and kind of switching gear to, to watching him as a stand-up, maybe it's different, but I'm looking forward to his 2020 special. I don't know what he's going to come up with. Maybe, um, that would be interesting because I've not seen him as actor for a long time now. Maybe it's going to be good, but it's funny how I just watched hilarious, like, uh, just a few days back. Anyway, um, that's what I wanted to talk about. And it's completely my uh, my thinking. I may be completely wrong. So don't kind of take me on my word, you know. Uh, guess what? I'm just a nobody, you know. So what I think and what uh, my views are and opinions are just mine. They don't really deserve anything more than that. Uh, right. This is actually just a follow-up about um, 
How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> okay. Now, what's the time like? Yeah, it's Sunday. It's about uh, what's the time? It's it's about six thirty. Six thirty p.m. Okay. Cool. Right. So, um, finish the weekend is over, man. Come on, it just flies like that. I hate Sunday evenings. You know. I really hate Sunday evenings. I need to do it on Saturday evening, on a Saturday evening, but I just can't do it. I just get so busy, man. I don't know what's up with that, but I need to find I need to find time doing that. Okay, now this is just a follow up. I wanted to talk about you know um, we all watch the debates. I don't know we all. Come on, don't make that statement, right? I mean, some of us uh, we watch the debates, and uh, there was a lot of talk about. You know how uh, the same thing. You know that I, I was uh, I talked about in my last uh, in my last uh, episode about how we you know everyone everyone's talking about not everyone but uh, this is usually you know I've seen um, uh, folks on that stage uh, were basically uh, you know uh, just one two which who usually have the same agenda, basically. So, you know, talking about breaking up technology companies, and there was one candidate who literally talked about breaking up monopolies, that is breaking up uh, large uh, large companies like, techno- you know, these companies like Amazon, Google, um, and Facebook, etc., and then you know there was one candidate who said, okay, they're gonna uh, the first the first thing that he said was, you know, I'm gonna break up big companies. The second thing that they say is protect small businesses. Now, you know, I just find this too contradicting. You know, if you're saying that you're going to pro- you're going to kind of break up large companies, you can't you can't also say that you're going to protect small co- businesses because what happens is all these big companies that you want to really break up like Facebook, Google, Amazon, they all started as small businesses. You know, th- these were the companies that you protected earlier. And now suddenly, you know, uh, uh, they grow big and then you want to break those monopolies. So I just find it too hypocritical. I think it's too, it's uh, like, you know, too hypocritical, if that's a word. There's a lot of hypocrisy in this. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll create words here now. Okay, so uh, I just find uh, it's, there's a lot of hypocrisy uh, in this whole situation where, this, you know, in the same breath, you talk about breaking up monopolies, you know, and at the same time you say, OK, you're going to protect small businesses like it just doesn't make sense. You know, you need to stand for one thing uh, at one time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is just a kind of a follow up about um, my last episode and following that there was a debate and again you know there was this whole talk about breaking up large companies i think it's such a bad idea it's just going to kind of uh, demotivate people or small businesses from ever wanting to become big or growing because remember amazon and these guys from facebook etc they all started really small they were small businesses one upon, once upon a time they all started in their garage or they started in their in you know, in the hostel uh, of the college, etc. And they became so big. So it just doesn't make sense to me. But I may be wrong. I have no idea. I have really no, have no clue because you can't just leave out, um, you can't just leave about a com- competitive spirit, you know. That is something that has to be there 
for which drives innovation. So, um, and this is really going to be uh, very demotivating. That motivating if that ever happens. Besides that, you know, uh, um, then there was this uh, one person who said, you know, they want to take down uh, Twitter accounts because. Um, you know, uh, they keep talking about stuff that uh, is fake and is telling lies on Twitter, etc. Or, you know, on Facebook, whatever. I don't think really, you know, anyone has a right to really take down someone's Twitter account or take down someone's Facebook account or Instagram account or whatever account it is based on because, because someone is telling a lie. You know, it's so wrong. I mean, everyone tells lies. It's uh, reminds me of Liar Liar, uh, Jim Carrey's movie. What a movie, man. I love that movie. One of the best. Uh, um, and, oh my God, his expressions and the way he ran, twisted and turned in those movies. Like, I wish I could be that animated, you know, like Jim Carrey. I mean, it's great. The guy was brilliant. I wish he would do more movies uh, like that. Uh, right. So I was talking about fake news and, you know, telling lies, telling lies on using your uh, social media. handles. I think it should be absolutely OK for someone to lie. You know, you can't take down someone's account be uh, because the person is lying or kind of uh, everything, everything he uh, everything he or she really says is doesn't make sense, you know, or is bullying, etc. You can't take down someone's account because of that. That is not uh, when. Uh, you know, if 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 some if say for instance Twitter takes down the person's uh, t person's Twitter account because he's lying because he's continuously propagating uh, hate etc. You know, not hate but uh, propagating uh, all lies and ev all false information, uh, then probably um, every the internet world like wherever we communicate with each other with each other all over the world, there should be a lie detector kind of app which is which is connected, you know, to Twitter or Facebook and Instagram. So before we really type, that lie detector application should uh, should detect. So say, for instance, you know, I'm on Twitter, okay, and I'm kind of typing my tweet. So before I say post that tweet, that tweet should go to a lie detector, okay, and then the lie detector detects whether it's whether it's correct or not, and then only if it's if it's it's true, it gets posted. If we ever take this major step of you know having um, ha taking down people's accounts down, maybe this is something that we'll have to do, uh, because in that case, uh, say for instance, Twitter has six billion users or user accounts. All those six billion users would be. Take, would have to be taken down because everyone lies. Everyone lies, you know, maybe by ignorance, someone's lying or maybe something that is false that is put up there by because someone doesn't know something or doesn't know a particular subject or maybe doing it on purpose or whatever. But that is no reason to really take down someone's account. Unless, of course, the other reasons for taking down is abusive behavior violence etc but of course twitter has a new rule now that it would hide a particular tweet as very sensitive information abusive abusive uh, language and then you have to follow the extra step to be able to see it so i think that is something that they've recently introduced uh where they kind of uh, they're going to flag abusive tweets if they really find it and uh and then hide it and then you take make that extra effort to really go ahead and read it you know most of us would just 
pass by and not really read it. But some of us, you know, we go ahead and just look at sensitive information or whatever. But yeah, so um, so it's absolutely bull. It's absolutely bull, bull, bull to either break down large companies or go behind multinational companies because, uh, you know, multinational companies are organizations that have businesses all over the world, right? So going behind them is basically um, going against globalization. Multinational companies play a very important role in globalization. So you can't just go behind them, you know? Um, And the other thing is uh, taking down social media accounts because they propagate lies or uh, or uh, or fake or lies or false information, which is absolutely insane. If they ever do that, I mean, everyone, every user on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, uh, their platforms would have to be taken down because no one is a saint out there, you know? No one is a saint out there. So it's bull. It's definitely bull. Uh, and we need to leave, leave it up to people's de- people to decide, you know, what is true, what is false. Like, come on, everyone out there is an adult. Let them kind of, let them, let them look at it themselves, you know. Let them read a particular tweet and then make a judgment of whether they, what they see is correct, what they see is incorrect or whatever. You know, you can't just kind of... Uh, uh, supervise and look at everything, you know, let people make those judgments because we are adults. And when I read something or when I, uh, when I watch something, it is for me to decide whether I want to believe it or not. And also freedom of speech. Anyone is allowed to say whatever they want, even if they're saying lies or whether they are passing on false information, etc. You don't take it down. That is your freedom of speech to say lies and to, you know, propagate this false information as long as they're not using abusive language or they're not, uh, they're not uh, propagating terrorism or extre- extremism, uh, etc. So I think we should just leave it up to uh, people to really decide uh, on that. Um, right. So I was actually, um, yeah, another thing I, what I want to do. Okay. So I was watching, I was watching this video, uh, yesterday and I found it so damn hilarious and I wish I had the idea, uh, to do it, but I'm going to copy this idea from this gentleman. Okay. Now this was a video that, um, uh, of this guy, I don't know how old he is, whatever. But uh, I, I, I kind of, uh, I kind of shared it on my Twitter account, so you can just go out there and uh, check it out. So uh, this is Irish man, okay? He died, and uh, I believe maybe whenever he recorded a kind of a, a death video, you know, whenever he died, and they played it at his funeral. So he was six feet under. Okay, the Irish man in, I think, Ireland or whatever. I don't know where he was. He was six feet under in the co- in his coffin before kind of burying uh, him completely. Uh, they played, uh, they played the, uh, they played the audio, actually. It's not the video. It's an audio, uh, audio bit of, you know, oh my God, I just so love the idea. Believe me that I am going to record something like that. Definitely. Because I would love that happening when I'm dead, you know. He literally, he made all the people standing around his grave 
laughing their bellies. Like that's the best thing that can happen, you know. So I I love I I love the way he really uh, sings. Hello. It's me and I'm alive and he keeps knocking. So it's just an audio bit which he recorded when he was alive. And, you know, he's saying like, I'm not fucking dead. Please leave me out here. And then he says a goodbye, you know. So that's something I'm definitely going to do for my bit because I found that so interesting uh, that you can, if, if you can really make someone laugh, you know, on your last day on earth or on this planet or this planet or wherever, you know, in this universe, because now we're soon going to go Mars, right? So, uh, uh, like, when we're dead and gone, and if you can make someone, people laugh while they're standing uh, near your grave, oh my God, man, one of the best ideas ever, and I'm going to definitely do a recording, you know? Like, I'll do it in some time, like two to three days from now, because it, it's fun. And I know what it's it's terrible, you know, and uh, uh, to really uh, when someone's dead, like everyone's crying and you don't want that to happen. You know, it's it's such a it's such a it's such a it's, it's such a dull atmosphere. And talking about dying, my grandmother, she never wanted me to go to anyone's uh, funeral, like literally uh she never like as long as she lived, she's no longer there. She never wanted me to go to any funeral. Like, I don't know what was it that you are not going. I was a kid that time, and she never allowed me to go to anyone's funeral. I don't know for what, like, you know, that uh, children don't go, whatever, and, you know, you shouldn't be seeing all that or whatever. So I just I just thought of my grandmother when I saw that, how she never allowed me to go to any graveside or whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, I want you to say a prayer for, uh, I don't know, you know, I, I go for my, I go for my morning run. And um, I talked a lot about uh, my friend, my 87 year old friend, he just turned 87, like few months back. And I love the guy, you know, he's like my favorite person. I just feel so good with him because he's like my, uh, you know, uh, like the break from reality kind of thing. Um you know, it's some. It's like a break, you know, because he's reached that stage in life where he's so free, he's so free from any kind of uh, tensions. All he has to kind of really care about is, you know, so that he doesn't fall or whatever or whatever. So he's a break from reality. And that was the best thing about my mornings because, um, you know, the mindset is very different. And uh, but um, off like it's been about like almost a month now, I haven't been seeing him. And that is really making me so kind of nervous because he's 87. And uh, I o- see, the thing is, you know, he lives in the neighborhood and I don't know where he lives. You know, he's someone who I just kind of met uh, at like two times while I was running and he walked. So I kind of uh, bumped by him, you know, uh, maybe twice uh, in every morning. And uh so I've not been seeing him for a month and I'm really so afraid because I don't know anyone of his relatives or friends. I don't know where he lives. So there's no way that I can really, you know, kind of find out how the guy is or what happened to him, etc. So, hey, man, all of you, please say a prayer for this guy. Like, and I hope I see him tomorrow because um, oh my, I hope he's OK. I really hope he's OK because uh, he's such a nice guy. And uh, I've not been seeing him for a month. So it's really making me a little nervous. Hope he's okay because I can't even find out how he is, you know, because I don't know where he lives. 
I don't know any any of his friends, etc. He just walked alone. So I hope he's okay because I really miss him. Anyways, that's all that I wanted to talk about as of now. Thank you so much, yeah, for really uh, listening to me. Um, uh, and um, you know, it's like uh, it's 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 really fun doing this. I really love uh, doing this. Like, no doubt about it. Uh, let's see how I how long I really go about doing this. But uh, yeah, this is what this is something that I really want to do for for some time now. Uh, so if you want to kind of write to me or anything, uh, do DM me. And I'm still looking for a single, like an intro uh, singer for my podcast um, because I can't. I don't know how long I'll be able to sing. You know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long I'll be able to sing like this, man. But whatever, you know, I'm, um, you, if you can do it for me, please DM me. Or you can write to justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. Justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. You could write to me there. Or maybe just DM me, you know, on Twitter at um, M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A. Oh, that's my Twitter account. So just DM me if you can sing for me because I don't I don't know how long I can really go about singing with my sad voice, you know, uh, whatever it is. Anyways, uh, maybe I'll just uh, kind of uh, let me see whether I could. Um, no, let me. Uh, yeah, because you know I don't want to kind of get caught in any kind of uh, you know what is it called the copyright or the uh, get flagged for any kind of nonsense because it's just it's you know after kind of recording and then just getting be just getting banned from uh playing someone else's song it's like crazy but anyways thank you so much for listening and uh all right thanks so much for listening guys bye then bye for now bye 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 bye